The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast with your host, metaphysician, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week, we will discover teachings, tips, and tools to radiate your best life ever with practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Welcome back to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Today, we radiate consciousness with Jonathan De Potter, who is the founder and CEO of Behold Retreats. And I don't want to give away too much yet because I want Jonathan to explain in his own words. Hi, how are you today, Jonathan? I'm really well, Christy. Thanks for having me. And you are, you're so welcome. And you're located currently in thailand that's exciting Where yeah is... i was living i was living in bangkok in my uh, past career for a couple of years and then i was kind of transitioning out of that life that world and uh, moving out of the corporate world and into the world of plant medicine which uh, now takes up most of my time and energy oh that is amazing so yes plant medicine and th- these behold retreats are centered around plant medicine That's right. So we predominantly work with um, two plant medicines, two psychedelics, um, ayahuasca, which is um, best known for being from Central and and South America, and also 5-MeO-DMT, also known as the toad or bufo, uh, which is a very powerful uh, plant medicine psychedelic uh, and um, and gaining in its popularity. So those are the two that we predominantly work with, and we work with a couple others as well, psilocybin, magic mushrooms, and also San Pedro, which is a a cactus that grows in the Americas. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, so many questions, so many questions. How did you, how did you first discover uh, plant medicine? Yeah. So I guess winding all the way back, I, I grew up in Hawaii, which is, you know, an environment which is amazing and beautiful, uh, but quite a substance rich environment, shall I say, and growing up there, I didn't feel particularly inspired to explore anything of that sort. 
Um, and, uh, and then, you know, through, you know, growing up in Hawaii, I moved to New Zealand when I was 17, studied university there, lived there 10 years. And um, I guess, you know, subsequent to that, I was fortunate. I got a, a great job opportunity in uh, management and strategy consulting in Hong Kong and kind of, I guess, ultimately found myself endlessly climbing the cold corporate ladder, uh, but not necessarily feeling like there were improvements to the quality of life that were coming as a result of the next client, the next deal, the next promotion. Uh, and so at the time I was actually a, a, an atheist, didn't believe anything spiritual uh, existed. And um, so that's, you know, kind of, I guess, what the, the, the set of events that culminated in me, you know, looking myself in the mirror one morning and go, there's got to be more to life than this. I don't know what it is. Uh, I didn't think it was anything in the spiritual direction at the time. Uh, but, you know, let's go out there and explore the world. So I decided to take a year off. Uh, and as part of that, I found my way to a retreat in, um, in Peru, uh, an ayahuasca retreat. And it was a very terrifying, challenging and, um, you know, door opening experience in terms of, um, yeah, you know, opening access to the spiritual realm. And, uh, you know, that is ultimately what's, uh, guided me over the past five years into establishing behold retreats and guiding others to get the most out of this work and avoid some of the, um, the potholes that I've, uh, found myself in along the journey. So, so you approached it rather trial and error then? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess, you know, my first experience, as I, as I mentioned, was a very powerful uh, experience, but, but very challenging. I wasn't well prepared. Uh, I now recognize that, you know, I was well, I was well cared for in terms of on the physical plane, but I wasn't mentally and emotionally prepared. And I wasn't particularly well cared for on the spiritual realm either. Um, and so I think when people explore this work, you know, it's not for everyone, but for those who do feel called to explore their consciousness and to use this modality, this tool as a mechanism to do so, um, that they come into this kind of prepared as much as one can be um, for what is a very potent and profound experience. So, um, yeah, I guess the for me, it was uh, years of retreats without doing the mental and emotional work and not really knowing how to distinguish between what a high quality experience looks like versus an experience. And so over the years of attending many five-star retreats and, you know, uh, making, shall I say, uh, mistakes of my own, then I came to recognize what it is that leads to the deeper breakthroughs and people actually being able to sustain more of the benefits from this work. Oh my goodness. Okay. Right. Because there are some pitfalls there. This is not for the faint of heart, right? We have to really know what we're getting into and want to get in. Yeah. It can be challenging. I've never done. Okay. Disclaimer. I've never done any of these things, but I know people who have, and it's not, it's not for the faint of heart. It's extremely challenging, perhaps terrifying. And Absolutely. there are people who have been permanently altered in a negative, negatively impactful way. There are, there are such people out there are such people out there, you know, when this work is done with the right intentionality, with the right expert guidance, the right facilitation, uh, and the right precautions in relation to safety screening, um, both medically and psychologically, um, then, then this work is safe. Um, you know, the, the examples of people who have gone through a rigorous process having, you know, problems, uh, in the long term 
are, are zero to none. I, I, I myself have never heard of someone who fits that description. Um, but, but that being said, you know, what you, what you shared there is, I believe is, is a hundred percent accurate, which is, this is not for the faint of heart. It's, um, for people who are ready for a very deep experience are looking for some real transformation, some real improvements to their quality of life. And, you know, I, I encourage everyone to spend, you know, sometimes clients come to us and they're super excited because they've seen, you know, a video or two that says good things about this work and. And, um, or they've heard a couple of good things from some friends, you know, like perhaps you have, and uh, they're like, okay, great. You know, I've had two friends who do this. I'm ready to do this. And it's like, well, please take the time and the energy to do a lot more of your own research, a lot more of your own uh, soul searching to understand why it is that you're, you know, deciding to take this step. Um, because while it, while I'm of course, a naturally a, a believer in this work, it's very important that people take the time and the energy to develop their own motivations so that they can, you know, move into this with uh, eyes wide open. Oh my gosh. So do you personally lead these retreats? Um, no, I don't. So we have um, facilitators and healers at each of our locations in, in Mexico and in Costa Rica, um, Portugal and the Netherlands, and we'll reopen in, in Peru shortly. Um, and most of our practitioners have been doing this work, you know, between 15 to 30 years. So they're very highly experienced in, in doing this work. Um, I myself have never facilitated uh, medicine experiences. It's not, not necessarily something I feel called to, um, but, um, but, you know, bringing together the, the pieces, so whether that's the coaches, the therapists, the, the, you know, the yoga practitioners, the facilitators, the healers, I do a lot of the organization to bring the pieces together to, yeah, to kind of um, ensure that these are transformational experiences versus uh, psychedelic experiences, if that makes sense. Oh, it, do it does. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that's what any of us would hope for is that this is, these are transformational experiences that you get something profound out of it. And so it sounds like you've got yoga counselors, therapists in this. What does a retreat entail? Yeah, so with most of our clients, we guide them in the lead up to the retreat, and we also guide them following the retreat. So in the weeks beforehand, we help our clients um, get clear on their future selves. You know, these, these medicines respond very strongly to intentionality. And, um, and so when we have a deep intention, then, uh, then the medicine is really able to, to help us see the things that we need to see about ourselves in order to become that future self that we have within us. Um, then we teach tools for mental and emotional work, right? So these medicines are very powerful neurogenetically, so they can help us grow new brain cells, uh, and also reconnect parts of the brain that have been compartmentalized away or disconnected. You know, in the, in the modern Western world, so many of us have become quite patterned in the way that we're thinking as a almost like an energy efficient response to the overwhelming complexity we just face on an everyday basis. And so, um, you know, these medicines do a lot to decompartmentalize and reconnect the mind, body, heart, and spirit in the ways that they should be connected. And, um, and so that's a very powerful experience in of itself. But unless you actually know the patterns of mind and the limiting beliefs uh, that are holding you back, then you actually are just 
you're hoping that something good is happening. Um, whereas if you actually know, well, it's, it's these patterns of mine, it's these limiting beliefs that I'm trying to actually rewire uh, the circuitry of the brain, the default you know, neural pathway that is being used. Then when you're working with the medicine and in the period following the medicine, when you've got you know, increased neuroplasticity, then you're really able to, to get those shifts. And equally with the emotional work, you know, we all have many layers of shame, guilt, fear, grief, apathy, anger, envy, pride stuck in our energetic body. And so um, this, this medicine can help us reconnect more deeply with our emotional and energetic bodies and begin to, to release. But unless we actually know how to release these emotions from our, um, our emotional bodies, then, you know, it can be quite challenging. We, we often are holding on to the things that we actually want to be releasing uh, in those experiences. So that's, you know, so we, we prepare people with the tools ahead of the retreat. Then we bring them into the retreat. You know, typically our retreats are like a week. We will have three or four ceremonies over that duration around that, you know, amazing vegetables meals we might go and uh, go for a swim on the beach or uh, you know a hike in the jungle depending upon the location um, and plenty of time for resting reflection uh, journaling all of those sorts of good things we do some yoga we might do some meditation some breath work uh, those sorts of modalities are highly complementary for um, working with plant medicine uh, and then following the retreat we help them integrate the experience so you know how are you bringing those lessons the insights the downloads that you got the um, who is the new you and how are you bringing that person back into the real world as you return home uh, and back to many of the pressures and the people who expect you to be exactly like you were before, even if you feel quite substantially different. So uh, there's a lot that goes into that entire kind of process to help people land in a, ultimately land in a better place. I mean, it sounds like a very um, uh, like, like guided type of thing, very, I don't know, supportive in, in terms of before, during and after. So during a, during an experience such as this, like what do we um, what do we tend to what what tends to happen during the experience? So it varies. Um, you know, some people just to to tell the story in you know in the from the lens of my first experience, I was there with two friends. Um, I myself had a had as I shared before a very challenging experience. A lot of visuals. You know, a lot of things moving on all dimensions that I was aware of and in some dimensions that I, I wasn't aware of. Um, and uh, and so, you know, I um, these, this medicine, ayahuasca, that we were working with in particular is very demanding upon the physical body. So that can lead to quite a bit of purging. And that was a, a big challenge for me. There was, you know, a lot of a lot of purging during that first retreat experience. My, my another friend of mine had, you know, similar sort of purging to me, but none of the visuals, none of the kind of spiritual experience. So he was quite, you know, upset and kind of at the time, frankly, disappointed. Um, so there was, but the medicine was doing a lot of detoxification for him uh, on the physical level. And so often that's actually prohibitive in terms of, you know, reaching a harmonization in frequency across body, mind, heart, and spirit so that you can begin to have more kind of spiritual uh, experiences. And, um, and then finally, uh, my third friend, you know, he didn't, he didn't purge at all. He didn't even purge once during the, the ceremony and he had a, you know, an absolutely brilliant experience. So, you know, again, I think that's kind of can give you a bit of a flavor for, 
you know, different experiences that are possible from, you know, the very challenging with zero benefits all the way to the not that challenging with actually a lot of benefits. And so everything in between is, is possible. If you, if you meet people who've done this work for decades, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, uh, and if you ask them, Hey, what's going to happen tonight, they're always going to turn to you and they're going to say, I have no idea because this is, it's really, you know, it's deep non-deterministic work and um, we never, we never know what's going to take place. Did you know that Radiate Wellness is more than just a podcast? That's right. We're also a comprehensive holistic wellness practice. Find out about our services, practitioners, and upcoming events at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. While you're there, visit our podcast page to read more about our great guests and even donate to the podcast. If you like our podcast, you can help in other ways as well, like subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening right now. Tell a friend, a family member, or a coworker about the great content you find here. And if you wouldn't mind, please give us a thumbs up, a five-star rating, or a positive review. Sounds like a small thing, but it really helps. You might like to know about our Facebook communities while we're at it. We have a free community, the Radiate Wellness Community, on Facebook for news and great free content. Our subscribers group is Radiate U, as in the letter U, but also, well, you. There you'll find curated replays of past classes, guest interviews, and more. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And now, back to our podcast and back to our guest. That sounds very similar to some of the work that I do with quantum healing hypnosis technique. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the benefits just rain are just all over the board, right? We never know what's going to happen. So it's kind of hard to prepare in a way, but then again, it's also exciting because we just don't know what transformations are going to take place. And how do you feel your experience with this plant medicine has transformed you? Like what have you gone through? What shifts have you made? 
Yeah. So I guess, you know, as I, as I shared briefly before, this work is about harmonizing mind, body, heart, and spirit. So trying to bring them into a single vibration uh, and then trying to bring them up into a higher vibration. And I guess, you know, if you'd asked me this five years ago, um, I would have kind of, I probably would have laughed. Um, and I didn't actually recognize how, uh, you know, I was using my mind for these things and my body for those things. And the two weren't necessarily as well connected, um, as we, we might've hoped for. I shared before that I was kind of spiritually blocked. I just didn't, I didn't have any evidence for myself that any atheist. Yeah. So, so I was, I, and I come from, from quite spiritual parents as well. It's just that I never had any individual personal felt experience. Um, and so I had no evidence accordingly. So, so, you know, as we, as we harmonize, then, um, then we can really begin to feel, you know, I think one of the major benefits is, you know, I've shared some of the neurogenerative benefits, um, but we can really begin to feel the vibration in, in the body. Um, and, and, you know, health and, and energetic health and, and feel the energy channels within the body begin to mo- open up and to be able to, to use those more freely in ways that uh, I would have thought sounded like some, you know, some strange black magic stuff, uh, if you yeah. asked me five years ago. And, you know, I, I'm sure that, you know, from your work also, ex- just exploring consciousness itself, you know, I mean, everything is available through the exploration of consciousness. The, um, the, the outside universe is mirrored in the inside universe and more. Uh, and so we can, we can explore things that, uh, we can't see in, um, you know, in everyday waking consciousness in the outside world by going within and, uh, the access that comes along with that. So, you know, I often, and, and within that, as you probably well know, there's, you know, I guess you might describe it as a sort of hierarchy of spiritual experiences of, um, you know, that reflect the level of consciousness that one has reached. And, you know, I look at this medicine again, as it's, it's not that it's positive, it's neutral. It's how we use it. That can be positive or negative or, you know, neither, frankly speaking. Um, and so when we're using it, it with, with the right intention, the right context, the right support, the right guidance, um, then we can reach these very high vibration states. Right. And we talk about breakthroughs that, um, you know, things like usually it's about healing, right? At, at the beginning of, of journeys for people. So it's getting rid of the trauma, the lower level emotions, the limiting beliefs, all of those sorts of things. And as those things begin to, I guess, um, uh, gain in momentum and accrue in terms of the benefits, then we can break through to full self-love, right? And that's a, that's a beautiful moment when clients finally get that feeling of like, they've cleared out a lot of their lower level stuff and they like, wow, I just, I love myself. And it's, it's, just so motivating and beautiful to see them reach that. And then after that is the more, you know, what we might describe as the more profound mystical experiences. So universal love, right. Where we understand that rationality and debate and differences and politics and dot, 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 all that stuff doesn't matter. There's only one law in the universe and it's universal love above that is things like the interconnectivity of all things, where we understand that everything in the universe is deeply interconnected with absolutely everything else. And, um, and that it's all energetic and that, you know, if, if we think that we can do one bad thing over here and not have some sort of, you know, karmic impact over there. We're only fooling, we're not fooling anyone else except for ourselves. So, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, 
it's it's really you know supports playing the game of life in a much different way and then you know above that, there's there's many of the other sorts of experiences you know god consciousness um people talk about um, you know reaching samadhi states or all of these you know uh experiences where we can you know understand the nature of self the universe and the relationship between the two and you know whether that's the expression of life the expression of creation and you know all of these sorts of mystical experiences and so i think that this work you know these medicines can show us what's possible and then it's our work to bring that back into the three-dimensional and begin to walk the uh the steps on a daily basis to integrate that experience and to move towards those states of consciousness on an everyday basis versus with something that you might have used for three ceremonies on a retreat when you were in say costa rica right right and so post experience i i think you're absolutely right that we have to step into our new reality, right? Integrate the new reality, integrate ourselves and our understanding. Um, because there's always the choice to, you know, you go back to your regular life, your regular thoughts and beliefs, your regular activities, your regular friends, or do you integrate these experiences? And are there ways to support people afterward, after these transformative, when they go back to their lives, is there a way to for them to find support as they integrate? Yeah, so I think there's there's many different aspects of that. And I think worth also contextualizing, you know, one thing that popped into my head is I realized that I've given, you know, consciousness exists in polarity. I've talked about all of letting go of some of the lower level bad stuff and moving up into the good stuff. But as we are given access to these higher reaches, we're also given access to the lower reaches. There's bad That's stuff amazing. down there. It's pretty dark, yeah, uh, as you will. As you well know, so 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 often, you know, some of the challenges in integrating these experiences. If you've had this beautiful the inter interconnectivity of all things, okay, great. Like we're going to be able to help you integrate that into your life. Like yes, there's going to be some changes. Maybe you don't want to go out drinking with your buddies on a Friday night anymore. Maybe you're actually looking for something that gives you more purpose and meaning. That's fine. That's easy. You know, like that's easy stuff. But when people go down into the really the dark stuff, then it then it can be more challenging to help them try to, you know, bounce back and come back to a, a um, you know, a stable state because they've seen some, they've seen some dark stuff that is, you know, what they often feel is a reflection of themselves. So making sure that they understand that, look, this is all, these are all energies that are there. We all have aspects of these energies within us, but it's not a reflection of who or what you are um, and all of these sorts of things. So, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's important to have expert guidance through that process so that you can release any of the, um, the lower level energies that are associated there so that you can come back and be in a very good place. Um, and then, and then absolutely, as you say, you know, integrating that experience into the world around you. So are you going to go back to the same job? Are you going to engage with family and friends in the same way? Are you going to continue to, um, pursue the hobbies or, or are there new things that you think now that inspire you or interest you or motivate you? Um, and then how do you begin to make these transitions? You know, like I shared, it was, um, for me, it was about three and a half years between first exploring this work or having a first experience and having the confidence to be able to, you know, feel like I'd done enough of my own work that I could, you know, reasonably inform other people 
on what to look for to find better experiences versus uh, other experiences that are that are out there. And so, you know, I think this is true for anyone, regardless of what they've the the messages that they got, the insights that they got is okay. Well, then now there's a there's a transition. Maybe that transition for some people it's like two weeks. You know, we're going from this to that, and it's all going to happen in two weeks. And for other people, it's like okay, I've got this deeper understanding, but I'm in a you know particular place in life, and you know I've got kids and this and that and other you know responsibilities, and this is going to be a multi year journey and a transition into this other me. And and both are perfectly fine. You know, it's whatever it is that arises that feels. Um, in integrity uh, with with the individual that is uh, the right answer for them. Oh, that's amazing. So how many times do you, how many times a year do you offer these experiences? Yeah, so we run um, probably three or four retreats per month. Um, per month? Wow. Yeah different locations. So this, this work is really picking up in its popularity, which, um, you know, I think is on the whole is, is, is a good thing. Um, I think there's a lot of people who are recognizing that, you know, we've just set the bar for mental health at a subjectively low level relative to what's possible, what's humanly possible for mental health, for health, for just about everything. Uh, and, and people are, are recognizing that whether it's through breath work, meditation, plant medicine, um, many other modalities that are, that are out there that we are much more than what we have been led to believe or allowed ourselves to be to believe and so uh, more people are connecting with that and so it's you know this is one of those tools that is very powerful and and a lot of people are motivated to explore so um, yeah we're, we're here to help for those who feel the calling right and where can we find out about these retreats what's coming up and just more in more information yeah, you can find us on behold-retreats.com uh, or at behold underscore retreats on Instagram. And um, there's no book now button on our website. We like to get to know every one of our clients to make sure there's a mutual fit. So um, come through and, um, you know, if, if you're looking for a great experience, come through and have a chat. and We'll see, uh, see if we can help each other out. Wow. Yeah. Um, I have to say your website is beautiful and um, very informative. So I, I know I appreciate that kind of thing. And I would encourage anybody who is interested in doing this to get in touch with you. Um, just one more quick thing, or is there anyone who should not have one of these experiences? Yes, absolutely. So the, the major contraindications are um, psychological uh, in terms of um, bipolar, schizophrenia, and anyone with psychosis. If, if any of those things run in your family, there's also a likelihood that we would um, not be able to proceed um, for your for your benefit and, and for your safety. Um, the From a medical perspective, we take all of our clients through an in-depth um, medical screening. So I won't list the list of the long laundry list of potential contraindicated um, medical conditions, but we take our clients through a, a strong safety screening. Um, and then the last is no medica no prescription medications in essence. So again, we, we work with um, uh, with doctors who are able to um, help you, you know, to decide if there's changes in prescriptions that need to be made on the whole, um, particularly ayahuasca does not play nicely with um, prescription prescription medications. And that's a real, um, that's a real, you know, that's a real deal breaker, if you will. Sure. Well, thank you so much for your time with this today, Jonathan. I really appreciate it. And uh, 
I hope to see you on one of these retreats soon. Amazing. That would be, that'd be fantastic, Christy. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Radiate Wellness is an international community of holistic and alternative healers dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.